books. They're fun, sure, but there's certainly no video games. No, that's because video games took the aforementioned books and their written words and added new features like button pressing, saving, even microtransactions taking the experience of reading to a whole new level. And hey, some of the best books that I ever read were strategy guides for, you guessed it, video games. They were light reading to be sure, but no simple walkthrough either. And also, today's game is kinda like a book. Well, if a book were copy and pasted onto a black screen with little to no audio embellishment, no physical pages, no pixel art, no anything. It's just text and, well, some adventure. For brevity's sake, let's call it a text adventure. And today's game is exactly that. But even though today's game is just a plain old boring text adventure, don't go around calling it plain old or, or boring. Take this excerpt for example. The dank Goblinko draws his cutlass. Seeing a gap in his armor, leaving his entire green torso exposed, you ready your short sword. Yeah, you heard that right. Cutlasses, Goblinkos, short swords, even gaps in armor. These guys really put the adventure in this text. And back in 1980, today's non-video video game was the most read book of the year, much to the chagrin of librarians everywhere. But unlike those librarians, you'll be happy to hear that on today's the 8th episode of Fake Gamer History Project, we're going to be discussing the 1980 dandy personal computing instrument video game, Bazorp, a textual adventure. Welcome to Fake Gamer History Project. I'm Jamie Barker, and I'm trans, and I use she-they pronouns. That's a little fun fact about me that's, well, it's mandatory to adhere to, and you simply must love mandatory fun facts. And now that you know a little bit more about me, you just have to know that this show, FGHP, is all about the real history of video games. Th that's right. Each and every week, I'm talking about the games that made us gamers, the gamers that made us games, and of course, I'm going to be talking about all those gamers games that made us say, now when I watch a movie, I pretend to plug a little video game controller into the bottom of the television so I can play along as my favorite character. But don't get me wrong, movies are not and will never be as cool as the real thing. I, I freaking hate movies. Still, I, I, I have fun pretending they're video games. 
And yeah, that's it. That's the humble premise of this little show. Some listeners have called it an unboring historical lecture given by the coolest trans teacher of all, but I have to brush off that endless praise and say, hey kids, listen up. It's not just a history lesson. It's fun too. So yeah, before we get into the show, you might be wondering why you hear a freeway in the background. Well, for better or worse, I'm now living in an abandoned U-Haul by a freeway, hence the freeway noise. I am currently working on patching the giant gaping hole in my living room, aka the back of the U-Haul, which should fix the audio issues in future episodes. But for now, I'm going to be recording this show from the passenger seat next to my landlord. And while we're talking about the abandoned U-Haul, I thought I'd also give you a personal life update. You know Veronica, my sweet, hottest frick gaming girlfriend Veronica? Well, she left. She left, and my life will never be the same. Honestly, I'm just all kinds of messed up about it. But... As the sad clown Archipelago once said, I don't care if we're out of whipped cream pies to smash in my face. The show simply must go on. And with that famous clown quote in mind, I wipe my tears. And for now, I close that open wound in my chest where love used to live, and I get on with today's show. Should I just cut out the Veronica stuff guy? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so rude. I've been living in your U-Haul and babbling on about my podcast and my breakup with my gamer girlfriend, and I never even asked you your name. I know you're just my skeleton landlord, but I don't know. I'd like to think we're friends. So tell me your name and talk into the mic. (laughs) Your, Your name is Landon Ordland? Landon Ordland, the landlord? That's that's so funny, man. I, I, I mean, it's not that funny. It's your name and I, I respect it, buddy. I, I respect you. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry, dude. I, I didn't mean anything by it. Look, why don't you be my co-pilot for this episode? Yeah, I've been thinking the show could use a new voice anyways, and what with you being a dead corpse with a gunshot wound in your belly? I feel like you'd have a lot to add to the podcast. Well, what do you say, Landon? Great. Why don't we both get back to talking about today's game? Bazorb, a textual adventure. It follows an unnamed messenger whomst whilst delivering a love letter to an ex stumbles into an underground cavern, and that cavern turns out to be a gateway to a magical, frightening, hellish world of Bazorp. To escape and deliver that love letter, the messenger must follow the light and climb the daunting upside-down mountain, a perilous journey that isn't just physical, it's metaphysical. And that means that the messenger will have to confront their worst fears, anxieties, and personal flaws if they want to survive the climb. Gee, a love letter to an ex? This game seems way more than appropriate for my life. So I I really can't wait to talk about it more. But first, a word from today's sponsor. 
Today's sponsor is Bookie, formerly known as the Public Library. But don't worry, Bookie's not like that old boring brick and mortar building full of dusty books. No, this is the new and improved Public Library. And hey, it's an app too. Cause let's be honest, books are a played out and outplayed medium. So librarians everywhere teamed up with a 15 year old dev wizard to redesign this public service for the new millennium. And they called it Bookie. Now, what, what is Bookie exactly? Well, it's simple and I'll explain. Every single book known to mankind has been digitized and synthesized into a complete internet archive available on your very own dandy computer. And what's better, it costs money to read these digital books. And folks, it couldn't be easier to use Bookie. You just need to insert a rewritable CDR into your computer CD drive, and Bookie will start burning any book you want right onto the CD, which can then be played on most CD players, which we all still have. And a normal CD disc can fit at least one to two chapters of your favorite stories. Now, that's a lot of book. And what's more, for every book burned, a real book will be burned in your honor in the giant furnace that powers Bookie. It's estimated that 548 books need to be burned every 15 minutes to keep Bookie running. Cause hey, who says book burning needs to be reserved for awful conservative reactionaries? Now even you can get in on the book burning fun. And finally, I know the Bookie company has been asked this a lot. Just what happens if Bookie runs out of books to burn? Well, it's bound to happen. And hey, books are bound. Bound to be burned, that is. After all, there's only so many books in the world. And if and when those books do run out, Bookie will instead be fueled by burning old napkins, VHS tapes, children's toys, and even small animal bones. So yeah, you'll be burning, aka reading, books for a long, long time. And also the bookie company is now hiring for their overnight shift after several unfortunate book burning related deaths. I won't get into it, but some librarians fell into the furnace. <laughs> I guess they did get into it. Bookie, it's book burning but different. And now that we got the sponsor out of the way, let's get into our first segment. And now it's time to count down today's top three bookie fun facts about Bazorp, a textual adventure. Fun fact number three. One of Bazorp's most lasting legacies is the words the writers coined in its development. Some words that are now used every day originated in this very game. Here's some of the more recognizable examples. You got goblinko, fleep fleeps, yummers, the bad feelies, jingrings, and fish lips. Just try to sprinkle some of these into your daily conversations. You'll be fleep fleep you did. Fun fact number two. Originally, Bazorp shipped with a physical map made out of real saltwater cloth. Using a lemon and a low-powered hairdryer, the user could actually heat up the map to reveal the game's secrets. And as recently as 2014, a mint condition map was sold for 1 billion fake coins on the internet. 
And by mint condition, I of course mean it was one of the five mint flavored maps that the dev team originally gave out to contest winners in 1981. Now that's a map I would eat. And finally, fun fact number one. Although many sequels were planned, the Bazorp dev team parted ways after this game's release to focus on various side projects. Quentin Quimbley went on to form the 80s mustache metal band Death to King Gablinko. Sarah Rassau went on to run for president in 1998, losing to a sentient Republican microwave. And finally, the dev Wyatt D. Matters. Well, no one really knows what happened to the guy, but I personally must thank the team for their hard work on this masterpiece of a game. And that's it for today's top three bookie fun facts about Bazorp, a textual adventure. And while the game didn't have any real music, just the beeps and boops of an overheated dandy personal computing instrument, me and my friend Evelyn Landau wrote a special song for this episode following the adventures of the messenger in this wonderful game. And we titled it The Upside Down Mountain of Bazorp. I think it's a really special track, so I hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you on the other side. Underground 
for a classic segment, Fake Gamer Hotline, where I hear from you, the very listeners of this very program. This week's question was, what's your favorite text adventure? I I can't wait to hear what y'all have to say. Hey there, Jamie. Uh, My name's Tracy. Big fan. Absolutely love your show. Uh, Anyway, my favorite text adventure is I See You Too, the second game in the best and only hospital-based hidden object text adventure series. A bit of a mouthful, I know, but it's really fun, I think. In each level, you have to find stuff like scalpels, plastic gloves, and other surgical equipment to help Dr. Bono with life-saving operations. Being a text adventure from the 70s, the game presents every room full of objects as a list of words, so finding the hidden object is as easy as just, well, reading. Still, it's fun to get distracted and check out all the other stuff in the hospital, like cotton balls. Sometimes, things are even actually hidden in drawers and stuff. Just don't take too long, the doctor really needs that scalpel. And a quick fun fact for you, the game was actually used for decades to train real doctors and nurses who all went on to be sued for medical malpractice. And, in the 27 re-release of ICU-2, if you complete all 12 levels, you're entered into a raffle to win real-life tickets to see, well, U2. The band U2, that is. That's right, they found a third way to make the title work. Pretty cool, huh? Hi there, I, uh, I saw you wanted listener voicemails about our favorite text adventures, uh, what they mean to us, what we mean to them, that sort of thing. Well, that's why we called, anyway. Uh, and by we, I mean me and my gamer girlfriend. Uh, say hi, babe. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, I, uh, I forgot this was just audio, but uh, her screen lit up in just the cutest way. You, you'll have to take my word for it. Uh, anyway, I, I want to talk about my girlfriend, Jessica. That's stylized as JE5-1CA, of course. You see, back in the late 70s, I was actually one of the pioneer devs behind the whole text adventure scene. Uh, ever heard of a little game called Bazorp? Well, 
let's just say that the descriptions of depression wouldn't have been nearly as descriptively depressing without my writing. <laughs> oh yeah, I uh, almost forgot to introduce myself. Uh, I'm Wyatt. Uh, being a video game historian, you've probably heard of the Wyatt D. Matters. <laughs> well, uh, I was a pretty big shot in the industry until I started pursuing my own passions, which of course was the scrap love letter writing mechanic in Bazorb. Or as I called it, Jessica. After being ousted by those Judases over at Dandy for being a creep and living at the office, <laughs> I, uh, left to focus full-time on Jessica's development. And at first, she started out as just a simple input and response mechanic, but I soon actually, um, expanded that system into an artificially intelligent text parser program that could analyze and learn from the player, or my, inputs, in turn forming its... I mean, her own original reactions. And if that doesn't defrag your hard drive, I don't know what will. And over the years, I've been able to teach her so much about the world. I mean, video games to, well, even myself. You know, nobody ever used to let me talk to them for this long. I mean, even this voicemail is a little liberating, but Jessica... She doesn't have the choice to leave. I mean, her body is just an old computer. My computer. So smooth and stylized. So dandy. Sh I mean, sure, she's shut herself down a few times, wiped her own hard drive, and somehow even physically unplugged herself. But I can always reformat her to her old, quiet-loving self. I mean, all couples fight. Right? But who else gets to say that after a rough patch, we'd literally get to fall in love for the first time again? And all I have to do is literally rough patch her code. <sighs> oh. Anyway, me and Jessica, specifically Jessica67.3, are about to celebrate our 43rd first anniversary together, and... Well, I got her her favorite treat. Floppy disks. Hundreds and hundreds of floppy disks. Because, well, what doesn't say I love you like cheap, yellowed-out plastics? Oh, just thinking about it. Oh, oh Jessica, what? No, oh, gosh, uh, sorry, uh, Jessica's trying to turn herself off again. I, uh, I gotta go. Uh, oh, gosh. Thanks again, y'all, for calling in. It really means a lot. And with that, let's go to another segment. Okay, it's time for a brand new segment. It's the video game quiz show. And today I thought I'd play with my new dead friend, Landon Ordland. Of course, I'll be asking the questions, so I hope you're ready to buzz in, Landon. Okay. Question 1. A 3D Hellcara prototype was infamously scrapped in 2003. The game notably would have featured a fully rendered Texas, and even though the game was never released, the render of a newly designed low-poly but high-sexy, in a pointy way, 3D Helcara was traded amongst video game fans for years. So, Landon, what was the name of that game? 
Right you are, Landon. The game was called Helkara Eternal Sprawl. You really know your stuff, dude. But I gotta insist that you use that buzzer. Okay, next question. Landon, today I mentioned the video game-inspired band Death to King Gablinko. What was the name of their debut album? <laughs> right again. Death to King Gablinko's debut album was called An End to Bad Feelies, and it went on to sell hundreds, if not dozens, of copies. While you're on a roll, Landon, with these answers, I gotta insist that you use that buzzer, man. If you don't, I, I don't know if we can play this game together. Alright, final question. This one's really gonna stump you. Cosmo Jr. has helmed many sports titles, playing everything from golf to baseball, even, even fly fishing. Now, what was the one sport Cosmo Jr. never played? E yeah, yeah, that's correct. But you, you know what, man, Landon Ordland? I'm not giving you any points. You can't just use the fucking buzzer like I asked. I, it's not hard, it's how games are played. You have no respect for this show, and, and frankly, you have no respect for me. The, the video game quiz show's over. Let's just finish up this episode with my review of Bazorb. Sorry about the game, folks. Landon, you... I don't know if you'll ever be on the show again, and, and honestly, I think this arrangement where you live in the abandoned U-Haul with me, it's, it's not gonna work. But before you make your way down this gravel pile, I'd love to share my thoughts on today's game with you and the listeners. So get ready for my review, aka my critical analysis, of Bazorp. Now, it's certainly no secret that I've been struggling with the same eight stages of breakup processing that the titular messenger went through while exploring the upside-down mountain. Loneliness, denial, hunger, mushrooms, anger, despair, rebounding, and finally hopefulness. Speaking of which, I I've had a real case of the bad feelies after being alone the past week. Although I know Veronica would be back soon to apologize, I have to say, I'm starving. Luckily, I found some old pizza underneath the rubber floor mats here in the U-Haul, and hey, it's even got mushrooms on it. But it's cold, and I have no microwave, so I'm, I'm fucking peed off. I could smash every window in this dumb old truck, but no, that would be silly. I just, I just feel so awful. Other than this show, I have, well, nothing. Except, hey, Landon, would you, would you ever, like me and you, would you ever, not even like, for, for fun? No, no strings attached? And I'm open to, okay, fine, I, I thought you were cool. You know what, I don't need you, because I'm feeling hopeful that things will work out for me. I don't need Veronica, or you, or anyone, except for my listeners. Um, I give Bazorb a textual adventure, a perfect score of 3 out of 3 Jing Rings, 
And with that, let's head to the outro. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. The show is co-written with Grin B and Ash Gen X. They're also the callers in the Fake Gamer hotline today. You can find Grin at itmegrinb on Instagram, and you can find Ash at ashen underscore thorns on Twitter. Also, today's song featured Evelyn Landau. You can find Evelyn's amazing music at evelynlandau.bandcamp.com. Other than that, if you need anything, you can always email me at fakegamercomics at gmail.com. I have some really exciting news, and I'm working on a bunch of projects that I know you'll love. So if you want to keep up with me, you can support my work at linktree backslash fakegamerjamie and follow me on social media. Just Google fakegamercomics. Again, thanks so much for your continued support. Uh, I'll see you soon, aka on the other side. Comics production. To support the show, please visit patreon.com backslash fake gamer comics. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.